What up, y'all? I'm JT, Chef Tickles, the Alaskan Sniper. I'm here with your boy, Chris Easy, Deuces Minus One, and Chris Evans. What up, what up? We're joined here with our man, Big Daddy, the boy himself, Raf Sani. What it do, baby? DB, the assassin, Sharp Knuckles. How's it going? And let's get into it. This is Hoop Session. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Hoop Session. It's been a long time, but we, uh, we're we back with episode 30. So we're going to jump into uh, you know the unfortunate wow. retiring of LaMarcus, talk a little Zion play on t- play in tournament and uh Westbrook season that he's having over there in in uh Washington as well but uh Chris you had a good day at the beach bro yeah man three I mean, days three days in a row and about to keep it going up until it starts being cloudy so it's been quite a good three days so far I got a little a little darker so I'm happy yeah. <laughs> must be nice. unreal weather man just must be unreal nice weather. man uh, unreal it doesn't make any sense it feels like it's July right now Honestly, dude, I've been in, I've been in this tank top for the last three days. Like, obviously, different styles, but like <laughs> a tank top like this in shorts for the last three days. It's been like peak summer. Yo, I live. Sure, I live yo, I live by this guy's lying, man. It's the same shirt. He hasn't even washed it. <laughs> dude, he's like, I saw him wearing a hoodie one time. He was in a three-piece suit when I saw him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, let's get into uh, LaMarcus Aldridge. I'm sure everybody knows by now, unfortunate uh, kind of health condition with him having a regular heartbeat. Uh, he said during a game against the Lakers uh, and afterwards getting quite scary for him. So I guess he uh, kind of notified Brooklyn's medical staff and had a look and I guess he's calling it a career starting on the number one team in the East, unfortunately, and he's got to he's got to call it a career. So DB, what do you think about that, man? Yeah, uh, man, it is what it is, but it just shows how important health is just in general, right? No one's invincible. We look at these guys, these NBA players, and we just, we don't realize they're still human, right? Like at any moment, it could all be taken away, but he had a full career. He had a, I think he was a seven-time All-Star. Like he, he was, he was a baller, man. That mid-range is, is nothing to joke around about. So, I mean, he wanted one more, I guess he wanted a chance to ring this year and he had a very good chance of winning one with, with that team. But I mean, your health is more important, right? And he had a long career. So yeah, it's all good. Made enough money for us. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he, yeah. He did enough too. Right. It's not just he made enough money. He has like a, he's going to be known as like a, a, a really good player, like a mm-hmm. top notch player. In the league. Yeah. Yeah. I think his career averages are 19 and nine, which is still like unbelievable, man. For, yeah. I mean, compare what the average NBA player's stats are. I bet she's like yeah. double or whatever. Like whatever he's, he's oh, yeah. still yeah. maybe not double, but still he's much like he's above average. Like that's what he'll go yeah. down as. You're right. For sure. Mm-hmm. But I don't even know. I don't even know what an irregular heartbeat really is. Like I'm like, what, how do you what, feel what? that? Like, do you feel like your heart just going like? I don't know. I think they noticed like... it in a test, but I don't know. Wow. Well, he said he felt it yeah. during when during the game against the Lakers. Oh, and he then, felt it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he played through it against them. And then after the game, he said it got a lot worse. So I don't know. You get that, especially when you're exercising, right? You feel you can feel your heartbeat. Yeah. But I guess I don't fuck. I don't know. Cam, where are you at, man? Explain this shit to us. <laughs> Cam's just going to crack the guy's neck and just go back in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. You're good now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me uh, let me throw this question out to you guys, Chris. I'll start with you. But is Lamarcus Aldridge uh, Hall of Fame? Oof, that's a tough one. Yeah. I don't know. I, I honestly, 
I loved him in Portland. I loved what he like did in Portland, but I don't think he has enough of a resume to be a Hall of Famer. Like, I don't know if you can basically say this guy goes to the Hall of Fame with the stats. I think Francis said what he averaged, what, 19 and 9 kind of thing? Yeah. yeah, I, mean, he's yeah, yeah. So I don't think that gets you in the Hall of Fame, especially with no rings. I don't think that gets you fully into the Hall of Fame. Obviously, like, what he's been through and stuff. Like, is Chris Bosh in the Hall of Fame? Who? No, but he's Chris Bosh will be. No, Chris Bosh will be. Chris Bosh probably won't. He has rings. Aldridge doesn't have rings. So it's like, I don't think Aldridge will get in the Hall of Fame. No. Yeah. Yeah. I think at their peaks, though, I think even like those two at their peaks, I think Chris Bosh was still a little bit better. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. A little bit. I I I would, yeah. I was thinking about this and I heard it on another podcast. Like you, you hear it and you're like, ah, no, nah, maybe not. But the Chris Bosch is a great argument. You know, they both had similar uh, kind of starts where they're the man in their, in their all own little small city. Um, but then their career took a different path from there. Right. Bosch went to go play with Wade and LeBron. What if LaMarcus okay. went to go play with Le- Wade and LeBron? You would assume they would still have it. Those two titles. Yeah. If not, maybe, yeah. maybe yeah. more. Right. So but then I, I started to go back and think about his career even more. So he played three years in Portland with Dane, right? So he was the number two overall pick, right? He should have been like the guy. He went there. Um, they draft Brandon Roy. Brandon Roy is the guy. Gets devastating injury. Then he's then Lamarck is still killing it, like you said, averaging about twenty. And then they draft Dame. At, what was he number eight or something like that? Seven doesn't matter. That, yeah. yeah, he. Uh, then, you know, at the beginning of his career, obviously he wasn't at his peak, but, you know, it's Dame's team now, quite obviously, as we look at it right now. So he moves on to San Antonio in free agency. He gets, uh, you know, he's given the, war- what was it, the, yeah, the Warriors a run for their money and, and uh, Zaza steps underneath Kawhi, right? So that could have been a great chance for him to maybe get to the finals, you know, who knows what that team would have done, dude, right? Dude. Why didn't get injured? Legit. If, if Zaza didn't step under him, so imagine none of that. Like he might have stayed. Exactly. And that Warriors team I mean, might not have been what they were. There's exactly. so many what ifs, though, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, that, that's the thing about like uh, JT. I, I agree with you, and I think like his talent level is there where he could be a Hall of Fame type player. Mm-hmm. But I think they really do look at championships really heavily when they weigh yeah. that kind of stuff, or like individual accolades. They look at a lot. So like if you're a defensive player of the year kind of kind of thing, like they they really put more weight into that kind of thing when they when they vote on um, Hall of Famers. So right, yeah, like kind of like yeah. JT, do you think um, if he gets if he would have stayed with Brooklyn this year and Brooklyn would have won the chip, does that make him a Hall of Famer or no? Certainly helps. I, you if know, he plays if he plays like fourth, fifth fiddle on that team, does that yeah, make well, him a Hall was, of Famer? He was starting before he went down with this, right? So, yeah. who knows? It gives a it gives a hell of a good argument, of course. But who knows? Does he resign and they get another one next year? Like DB said, a lot of what ifs. But yeah. the ultimate what if I think is that Portland team. Because imagine if he would have stayed to to a point where Dame was able to, you know, mature into that role. Wes Matthews still giving meaningful minutes. Nick Batum still giving meaningful minutes. Like. They had a good fucking team, a good yeah. chance with that squad. And, you know, Wes Matthews blew his Achilles that year. 
LaMarcus a little unhappy with uh, how he was being treated by the team and he left him free agency, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I like to play devil's advocate all the time, man. So I'll, I think like if, if Aldridge was there, would Dame become Dame? I know Dame would. I think Dame on any team, like in my opinion, yeah. would. That's the guy he is. He's a dog and he's he's not scared of the moment and he would develop into it. But would it become his team that quick? Right. And yeah. Like there's so many, like, it's just like so many different factors when you talk about just like chemistry and yeah, I don't know. It's mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, but like you were saying, Chris, in terms of accolades of uh, LaMarcus getting in or not, I think he's, he's within a hundred points of 20,000 career points. So that's unfortunate if he could have had, you know, maybe like three, four games and got over that hump. But uh, that's kind of like a big one. Like if you're a 20,000 point scorer, it's, it's a really good kind of uh, point to get you in the hall of fame. Uh, Fraz, did you have something else? I was going to say, because to your question of him being in the Hall of Fame or not, like one of my favorite players growing up, like T-Mac, he, he's in the Hall of Fame, but he didn't really accomplish much. Like if you really sure. think about it, yeah. He was he was a bucket getter. I, I bet you he probably has like one or two scoring titles for the year, like leading the league in scoring. I think he, I think he had at least one. But apart from that, I think like – I, I don't know. I feel like their stats might not be too different, like mm-hmm. their what they accomplished. But then, so that makes me think, like, if T Mac gets in, maybe maybe Aldridge might eventually. Maybe he won't be a first ballot, but like yeah. maybe what if he comes up in a, like in a weak year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, actually a huge know. factor. That's actually a huge factor who you come up with, right? Like, when, yeah, that's actually yeah that that plays a bigger role than you really think. No. That's right. Like, like ten years from now. T Max career stats were 19 and a half, five and a half, and four and a half. So it's like it uh, won't be yeah. not. But T Mac was the more popular player and like did more crazy things, like you said, led the league in scoring and whatnot. Like I think yeah. that sort of adds to your resume going into Hall of Fame. And mm-hmm. like I don't think Lamarcus mm-hmm. has anything other than all stars to his name, really. That's seven all stars, though. That's pretty nice, man. Yeah, Which is yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah pretty he's probably got a couple all NBA. I was gonna say yeah. he probably has a couple all NBA third, probably teams, maybe a second team, like in his P. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, interesting. Um, Fred, you want to take us through uh, what that big boy Zion's doing down in New Orleans there, dude? <laughs> Yo, Pel- <laughs> Pelicans are my favorite team to watch, hands down. Like, it's <laughs> they're fun to watch. Wow. Yeah, we always come back to this where it's like, remember the start of the season? We're like, why is New Orleans getting all these TV games? <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. I'm, I'm actually legit. I'm glad they're on TV all the time. <laughs> the NBA did it right. <laughs> they were like, okay, yeah, we're going to on TV. Um, dude, uh, for a dude who's in his second year of playing, um, he he's I, just, I looked at it today. He's only three assists away from averaging LeBron's, what LeBron was averaging in his second year. <laughs> Twenty, yeah, because uh, Zion's twenty-seven, seven, and like uh, four, and LeBron was twenty-seven, seven, and seven in his wow. second year. And I was looking, I'm like, I'm like, Jesus like, And dude, when I, I'm watching him play, uh, DB mentioned it earlier because uh, his footwork, dude, yeah. it's actually his footwork is unbelievably nice. Um, he actually gets open. He actually like. He has he does moves like it's like he actually it's, he's a legit basketball player. It's not like I thought he would only rely on his athleticism, mm-hmm. but I'm seeing so many different facets to his game. Mm-hmm. 
that like it, it's unreal like how he gets to the rim with ease and how he bullies men out there yeah. <laughs> and also I, I underrated his uh i guess like his his the mental side of his basketball ability like wow. like you said second year so what he's probably 20 years old if that wow. and and you could very easily get baited into taking like five, six, seven threes a game if they're going to back off you that much. I would shoot that much <laughs> if yeah. they backed off of me. So like you know he's, he's playing more. Man. He would check up more <laughs> for sure. You know I what I mean? Know. Like to have that composure to like yes, keep him honest. He you know his first game ever he hit those four threes, but you know he's not settling. He gets to the fucking yeah. rim no, because that's yeah. what he's good at, right? <laughs> Everybody knows it's coming, and he still does it. <laughs> it's it's yeah, like what I wish LeBron would do every every time. It's like just taking the you, rim. You took the words out of my mouth. Man. <laughs> yeah. I was just gonna say that, like exactly what LeBron should do on those like possessions. Where end of game, just put your fucking shoulder down and drive to the rim, man. Like he makes so much space with his body, it's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this man can get to the rim whenever he wants. Just like Zion, I feel like Zion's taking more advantage of getting to rim because he's younger whereas lebron is like i need to bang i need to maintain my body i don't want to bang around every single game like i need to like last my body through the season whereas zion's what 22 21 i don't know 20 yeah 20 20 yeah and this dude has people sitting in the free throw line like in the key while he's like letting them shoot a three and he still gets to the rim and lays it up perfectly i'm like how (laughs) He's dude. He's six seven two eighty five. I checked today. Yeah, uh, and moves like that. Uh, <laughs> and Stan, I don't know what Stan Van Gundy was. Uh, I, I I think I like it. He's saying he's gonna run Zion at point. He's like that's like Zion's gonna run at like the point guard. I'm like a little I'm weird. Like, little it's yeah, weird like, for sure. Uh, I'm like sure. Let's see. Let's see what happens there. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. The the does the Pelicans get into the play-in tournament with? San Antonio being tenth seed right now, and they're two games back. They're two games back of San Antonio, right? Yeah, for the tenth seed. Does Pelicans get in the tournament? It it could happen. Yeah, I, I can see Do it. They yeah. beat the Warriors. Uh, well, it's it's going to be hard, man. They just yeah. lost to the the Wizards tonight, so yeah, yeah. Hey, that doesn't help. Dude, and Zion was Zion made a like a young man's mistake at the end of the game too. If you guys caught that, I felt. He fouled uh, Westbrook in OT on an isolation play on a jump shot. Two free throws to win it. Yeah. God damn. Well, that's okay, man. I make those mistakes against those are, the Washington those are fine, team. Man. It's, it's yeah. all good. It's all good to yeah. make those mistakes, man. Well, New Orleans going to be nice next year, I think. They're going to be dangerous. Mm-hmm. I think Stan Van or was it Jeff, or Stan Van Gundy, right? Yeah. Stan. Yeah. I think I think next year with the Pelicans, if they keep their same team, the same core roster. With like a second-year head coach, I think they mm-hmm. could be quite dangerous next year. I said I said that at the beginning of the season. Remember when we were uh, when we were kind of guessing where they would land? I'm like, even if they don't make the playoffs, I don't think it's a, like a bust of a year. Yes, right? right. Like if they're kind of close and they're about to make the play-in or they make the play-in, like it's not a bust of a year. Like it's it's okay for them to miss it as long as like these guys get some run. Like Zion just getting a full year of like understanding how to play NBA basketball is huge. One more year of Ingram playing with Zion. One more year, maybe Lonzo stays, Josh Hart. So that team could be dangerous next year. They could be good, yeah. And they they still got a lot of size. You know, I think the Stephen Adams experiment didn't really 
make works make sense long term or anything like that. So he's probably going to go somewhere else. But you know, they still have uh, Jackson Hayes. He's a huge ass guy. Like you said, Lonzo Bledsoe hasn't really worked out. I think obviously keep Zion, keep Ingram. Josh Hart is a good piece to have. But I think like Lonzo, Bledsoe, Adams, like you should trade all those guys this offseason. Yeah. Um, yeah. For sure. Yo, what if what if they get Terry Rogier? Dirty. Scary Terry. Scary Terry. Scary Terry. Scary Terry for who? I think, I think that's what Lonzo. For Lonzo. For Lonzo. Lonzo. Lonzo plays with Lonzo, his brother. Lonzo. Lonzo Alonzo and something. Lonzo. Yeah, and something for sure. Alonzo yeah, and something. Like Lonzo they got lots of pieces. They got they got they got a lot that they can include in there. But I was like mm-hmm. thinking about that. I think that like that'd be a nice uh, scoring guard to have there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially like if you know, no matter what, you're uh, you're bigger than the other teams forward when you have Zion on your team. So you can sacrifice a little size with Terry Rozier. But yeah, I think salary Rozier makes a lot, right? So Lonzo and something would definitely have to go. Um, to make it work, but that's a good one. I like that. I could see that happening. Before I forget, boys, let's just go back to the original point of Lamarcus Aldridge. I just really quickly wanted to point out the fact Lamarcus Aldridge drafted number two overall, um, but number one pick that year, Andrea Bargnani. Just wanted to say that. Wow. I know, I know. That's wow. a bad one. Primo Vero, pasta and sauce. Ilmago, Ilmago, man, the worst, the worst, man. What a bad, what a bad pick. Yeah. See, at least Chris Bosh, like a couple other people went ahead of him that were a little bit better. Yeah, we can all agree, right? Just a bit better. Yeah, it was like a LeBron James type <laughs> character up there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and D, no, D Wade went after, right? No, the only, the only no, better D-Way guy they could have picked, the only, no, no the only better guy they could have picked other than Bosh was D Wade. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was the only one. Mello, on yeah, Melo and yeah. LeBron went ahead, and and Milicic and Milicic. Don't forget about him. Yeah, yeah I, I know, I know. <laughs> but he's really good. He's too good. You didn't even have to mention him, man. <laughs> but Andrea Bargnani is top five all time made threes by seven footers. Yeah, there's only like <laughs> I guess. Fuck. Nowadays, there's going to be a lot. I was going to say when he was when he was around, there them. were only five dudes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there were only four guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good shit. Let's go back. Sorry, guys. I, I just really wanted to make that a part of the show today. Um, but <laughs> was there any uh, Fraz? Let me talk to you about New Orleans because you said you've been watching them a lot. They're fun to watch. I honestly would have thought with that roster and how well Zion's playing too, like they would have had a better record than this. You know, let me let me just quickly look what they're at. They're 25 and 31. 25 and 31. Yeah. You know, so I know. what do you think is like the main problem other than the fact that they're just too young right now? Fuck, I, I legit think that that's the biggest issue. Mm-hmm. I think that they're just not mentally there yet. Because I see flashes of them just when they click and how smooth they run in transition and how they score like with ease. Um, I think that I think it was a big mistake when they got uh, rid of Reddick. Mm. Yeah, um, I think they need I, I, like at least two like solid vets who are good enough to be respected by the young guys to be included in the mix there. And I think they just need a little bit more time. I think uh, I think Stan uh, himself, like he's been away from the game for a while, so I think he also is probably like adjust, adjusting his coaching style to today's game. Because when he was around, it was, it was still different. It was still at least like what ten, 
eight, eight to ten years ago, I think, when he last coached. I can't remember. Yeah. 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 But I, I legit think I, I am a little disappointed with it being so low. I had a little bit higher expectations. But I think in the next year or two, I think nothing to worry about. If, it, if it, like Chris said, the core group stays, no changes to the coaching staff, I think it's only like up. Uh, yeah. You think – sorry, I'll, I'll frame this towards you, DB. Do you think Zion can be your number one option on a championship team? Obviously, he needs pieces around him, but do you think he can be that 1A guy? 1A guy as in what he brings to the table? Yes. Not 1A guy as in terms of like an ISO score. No. Right. Right? Like he could be the best player – on your team, but doesn't mean you have to go to him in crunch time for him to, you know what I mean? Like you could have another guy like a Bradley Beal, even like later mm-hmm. down, down his career where like you have another shooting guard or another guy that's a scorer can make something better for himself. But Zion is a lot more like defensively, he can go block shots, like, you know, go get rebounds, other things as well and score. So I don't know if he has to be that, um, but I think he could be the best player on the team that wins a championship. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was I was trying to think, and I I think I landed on no because I I kind of compared him to Anthony Davis, like unbelievable player, all star type player, but so far like doesn't seem like he can win a chip on his own as being the best player. Obviously, you put anybody with LeBron and they're going to look really good and be successful. But um, yeah, for us, Chris, you guys. Uh, I think you guys agree, disagree? Zion's case, I agree that he could be the best player on the team, but I don't think even if he is the best player, he needs that like veteran leadership, especially now in like the next like year, two years. He needs that veteran leadership, and Eric Bledsoe isn't that guy to give him that veteran leadership. Like, I don't think I think the uh, Pelicans need like a good, solid bet to like lead that team, lead Ingram, lead Zion to somewhere they've been before. Like, like pretend like a Rajon Rondo went to that team. And he just was went. there. He was on that team, but that was before. <laughs> but, but yeah, that was before Zion and Ingram. Yeah. yeah. So, but like, think of some like some player like that where it's like they've been there before. They know what it takes to get there. Just to teach Ingram and Zion to know, because they're they're going from like. <clears throat> not even knowing what playoffs is really because I, I don't like ingram hasn't been to playoffs either even with the lakers right so it's like i think ingram and zion need to have that veteran like presence drew holiday if he would have stayed on the pelican i like drew holiday i would yeah. I, I wish he would have stayed there but we'll yeah. See. Yeah. yeah i think they need a veteran presence on that team mm-hmm. jt you were saying that you don't think uh zion could be that like 1a type go-to player on the team mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is though, again, like in only his second year of playing, the ease of which he gets to the rim and how he's doing it to get to the rim is like showing me that maybe he could be that player. And I feel like if you do have that one guy who can do that so easily, why not go to him every time? Like, again, again, he's, he's got to prove that the, it's there mentally because we all know like that's a that's a real thing. Um, like, if anyone can fuck up in that last minute, like we got to see if that's still there. But he has this like uh, edge of like don- like a hint of like dominance in his game that you don't see often. 
that like when he's on the floor, like he dominates certain aspects of the game. Yeah, which is uh, it's crazy to see. It's like last time you really saw that was either with Shaq or in a way Giannis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I see his trajectory similar to Giannis. Like he can be the best player on one of the best teams, but I think when it comes down to it, to win a championship is just different. Like mm-hmm. what just popped into my head is. Take the take the Warriors pre Kevin Durant. So you got Steph, Clay, Harrison Barnes, Draymond, blah blah blah. Take Steph off as the number one guy and put Zion on there. Are they just as successful? Obviously, you know it's a prime Steph versus a young Zion from what we've seen. So let's say you know Zion with shooting of Clay, Harrison Barnes is scoring, Draymond's kind of point guard uh, defensive abilities. Like, what do you think about that? Well, then he'd be the ultimate player. No, no, yeah. he says, he's not on that team. On that team. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'm like, could you imagine? I'm like, you know, Clay shooting? I'm like, it's game over. He's the best I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> Just take Steph off that team and put Zion on that team. I feel like that's different because we're putting two completely, we're switching out two completely different players. If you said take Steph out and put Damon or like take Steph out and put another guy that's very that's comparable, I don't know. Interesting. Um, okay. But I would say maybe no. Maybe the team doesn't mesh as well if, if you replace Zion with Steph and they don't and become that. Style of play, man. Yeah, style was, of play. That, that, yeah. that Warriors team was like designed on fucking throwing the ball around and just coming off screens and hitting three yeah. threes. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that's basically what it was. And the ball went through Draymond mainly for that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right? So it would kind of clock it up for Zion a little bit. If, if yeah. that's what they wanted to do, right? So maybe it wouldn't match that well, but I know I what you so. mean, JT. You mean like could mm-hmm. he could he be like the guy and then have like a guy like honestly, I think like a guy like Clay with like uh Zion, I think they could win a championship theoretically. It would just have to be in a time where LeBron doesn't have AD with them, or you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, AD <laughs> with, with Harden and the, it, it just has to work out at the right time, right? Right, yeah. With these super teams, it's really hard, man. Mm-hmm. One dude to do it. Stevie, you so, take a Zion with a Bradley Beal? That would help a lot, man. That'd be amazing. That'd be, that'd be good, hey? That'd be ridiculous because there's so many guy different. Like, their game is different, different too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's perfect that way. That's what you need, well, right? Like, you don't need another dude that's going to need to go to the rim on a lot of possessions, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Chris, you were saying, uh, you know, they need a leadership type guard there in New Orleans. You were saying, like, a Rondo or Drew, who uh, who got traded away. What about Westbrook? What about if you put Westbrook on that team right now? With his leadership, his experience, his ability to handle the ball, and obviously his um, his mindset. So you got same guys, take off, take off let's say, Alonzo uh, and, and Bledsoe for, for Westbrook. That'd be a dangerous team. That'd be a fun team to watch. That's for sure. Yeah. But, I, but the, the only thing I have with Westbrook is like the three point shooting. Because if you have Zion, Westbrook, and who is the third person? Ingram. Ingram. Ingram could hit threes. But like Ingram could hit threes, but not to the little clip as like a Clay or Bradley Beal, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not like yeah. a like a lethal shooter like that. Well, I think mm-hmm. it would be really fun, and I think New Orleans would be much better with Westbrook. But I think they still need that three point shooting threat. They put fear in somebody's eyes. Be like, we can't leave this guy open. Because if you have some a shooter that you can't leave open, 
that's one less defender to suck in when Zion comes into the paint. For sure. Like with Westbrook, I think Westbrook's defender would probably cheat more on Zion when he drives into the For paint sure. than worrying about Westbrook's three. Right, right. You know I mean? But I think so you would kind of you would run your you would run that offense Zion Westbrook cook and roll every possession. Yeah, oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah, That'd be disgusting. Dude, they can't watching. stop. They can't stop the roll. Yeah. You can't. You can't stop it. You can't stop it, man. If you if you have a guy like you guys saw what Westbrook did with Stephen Adams going to the mm-hmm. rim. How much better would it be with Zion? Just fucking, <laughs> he would finish every every layup, everything yeah. around the rim. Be ridiculous, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so DB, segue that into uh, Westbrook's season this year and how he's playing over there in Washington. Fuck, man. That, that man is the most disrespected player of all time. I don't know how he didn't make an all-star team this year, but I he's so good. He's actually so good. I know the team's struggling, and I, I had him, like, in, like, I think I had him at sixth in the East this year, and they're 12th, so, like, they're really struggling. But I think they're going to make the play-in, and I think if they make the play-in, they have a really good shot of making the actual playoffs because they could beat Indiana. That's not that that's definitely doable. And then they'll probably have to play Charlotte or like New York or Miami, maybe. I don't know. So yeah. they, they can, they can make it happen, but Westbrook is fucking killing it, man. He's averaging another triple double, right? I think today he had another 36 points, 15 rebounds, nine assists. He didn't get a triple double tonight, but he did finish the game in OT over Zion Drew the foul, finished with two free throws. There you go. I mean, he did try to miss the second free throw, but, you know, when it rains, it pours. So he hit that one too. (laughs) (laughs) He was trying to miss it so bad. (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah. I think the Wizards are a scary team to face in the play on tournament. For sure. I think think even like out of the, I'm looking at the standings right now Miami, Charlotte, Indiana. Raptors, Bulls, Wizards. If Wizards get into that 10th seed, they're beating Indiana, they're beating Charlotte, they're beating... I don't think they... I think it'd be a tough Miami, one against Miami, Miami, but yeah. if the Knicks yeah. slide down into that play-in, I think yeah. the Wizards can beat the Knicks as well. So I think, I think so too. Yeah. the way Westbrook is playing right now, and like the way that team's set up, I think they can give a play-in tournament run to get, and then obviously they'll play Philly or Brooklyn and they'll just get yeah, yeah. Pretty screwed there. Well, we don't, we don't, they don't have to get through Miami to get in, right? Because no. Miami could get seventh and they could get eighth. So, with yeah, Chicago is in eleventh right now and Washington's in twelfth, um, and they're well, they're actually tied mm-hmm. at twenty-two and thirty-three. And then, yeah. like we were saying before the show, Toronto is up one win, but also one loss. So, if Washington wins, let's say tomorrow, and none of those other teams play, then Washington is in tenth. Um, but Chicago, Zach Levine's down, I think, for the rest of the season now. No, I think so, it's COVID. It's COVID. It's COVID? Oh, right. COVID, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so that's, that's 10 days. Like a week and a half, 10 days. Yeah. 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 So with them, what I heard is because um, if they finish top uh, – or sorry, bottom four in the lottery, then they keep their first-round pick. Uh, oh. Otherwise, it gets, it gets shipped somewhere else. So maybe now they're in- oh, incentivized oh. to fuck it. Let's give Kobe White the ball and go get a <laughs> go get a top four pick. Actually, that yeah. help that helps Washington. Um, I'm not scared of Toronto, Indiana, Charlotte. No, Toronto's gonna fall. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully. Charlotte, I think Charlotte. Remember, yeah. no, remember Charlotte's fourth place. Yeah, Lamelo. Like, and the last, the last time we did the podcast, Charlotte, which was like 
three weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago, Charlotte was fourth. Now they're ready to drop out of the top ten. How yeah, dude, their two best players are injured, Gordon Hayward and LaMelo. Sure, yeah. Is Gordon well, out for the year? But not even that, though, man. Right so. now, the way the league is set up, it's like you play like five times a week, mm-hmm. and everyone's within like three games of each other. Yeah. So you lose five games in a row, you drop six spots in standing. Yeah. It's like – Exactly. It's crazy. They're four exactly. and six in the last ten. Like, that's kind of brutal. Yeah. Four Tough. in a row losing, yeah. Um. But yeah, you said, and then if they let's say they get in as the eight seed and they got to play Philly or Brooklyn, DB, if they're playing Brooklyn, that might be like the worst possible one eight matchup for Brooklyn. Westbrook Absolutely. wants yeah, it, man. <laughs> Westbrook, like, he plays up. I'm pretty sure they already beat Brooklyn this year. Dude, they beat Brooklyn twice. They beat they beat every top team. They beat Utah twice. Mm-hmm. They beat, uh, beat the Lakers. I think they beat Philly once. They beat Lakers once. They beat Nuggets twice. They beat. Uh, Boston once, I think they beat they beat all like the really good teams. They they play up to that level. Yes. Like Westbrook, just like he basically says, I don't want to lose. So everyone mm-hmm. else just fucking come with me. We're gonna make this happen. Mm-hmm. Beal as well. Yeah. Like Beal is really good too, man. Like yeah. I don't want to take away from Beal, but I think like Westbrook has already taken over as the leader of that team mm-hmm. in one year. Yeah, which is pretty crazy. Definitely. And like you said, he's averaging a triple-double again this year, which is crazy. So um, what would have to happen for Westbrook to get MVP? <laughs> it's an MVP impossibility. Jokic is hard and is down the rest of the season. Yeah. Yeah. It's an impossibility. Is he even top 10 in MVP? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think they'll think about it unless they go on like a, maybe like a 13 game, 14 game win streak to end the season, move into like the sixth spot or something like that. Yeah. And then maybe they would think about it. Right. Like, and everybody else loses every game. Yeah. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the only way it's going to happen. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to even think about a, a team that's in like the 12th spot as yeah. having like when, a MVP. Yeah. Happen. When there's so many other guys who are just dominating, like you said, Embiid, Jokic are kind of the favorites. And then there's other guys making cases as well. Um, did anybody else want to add on Westbrook? Cool. No, he's falling out, man. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Um, so for, um, the Timberwolves, some news coming out of them. One of the worst teams in the league this year, even though they had the number one pick. Um, but they got bought by a group of investors, including A-Rod. So we all saw the funny viral crypts with uh, Anthony Edwards, not knowing who it is, et cetera. I love that. Guy, man. <laughs> one, one little thing I heard is, oh, could this be a precursor for Timberwolves to get moved to Seattle? A-Rod obviously has the history there. Um, that's just smoke, obviously. What the fuck do I know? I'm sure there's some, something built into the contract where they can't move him for X amount of years, but... Timberwolves to Seattle, that might be fun, hey? DB? Dude, that'd be cool. I, I'd take any team, man, honestly. Just bring a team closer to us. I just want to watch more basketball. Just yeah. straight up, man. Uh, it'd be better if they moved to Vancouver. I, I'd like that a little bit more, but I don't know how uh, how likely that's going to be. I know Seattle's next in line, so there's a couple couple places. Yeah, Seattle, next Seattle, Vegas. Seattle, Vegas. Seattle and Vegas, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, see, if they do Seattle or Vegas, they have to do an East Coast team after that, and then bring it back to Seattle and Vegas. And then, oh, like, there's some weird ones that they can move over, like Minnesota. Like Minnesota is pretty far east. Like New yeah, Orleans is pretty far east. New yeah. Orleans. Yeah. Like they can move somebody over, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Adam Silver's talking a little bit more about expansion possibilities now. So that could be an option for uh, instead of relocating a team. But um, I threw something up on the Instagram page uh, this morning, kind of asking people for topic suggestions for today, since we haven't been on in a while. Our boy Chevy Gaines, the only guy to reply, um, but he wanted to talk about some Vancouver Grizzlies. So if we were able to relocate a team to Vancouver, um, I, I made it, uh, I put a little parameters on it by saying it has to be a team that's not going to make the playoffs or the play-in tournament. So essentially the bottom like six, seven teams in the entire association. Who would you like to see come to Vancouver uh, as a franchise and why, assuming they ha- they bring their same roster? So we got Chicago, Washington, Cleveland, Orlando, Detroit, Sacramento, Oklahoma, Minnesota, Houston. DB, I know your pick. So Fraz, why don't you start us? <laughs> <laughs> Who do you want to see come to uh, Vancouver being your home team? Fuck. Uh, the best player there. Yeah, I don't know. The, the the full team name comes over, right? So it'd be like the Vancouver Rockets, for example, right? If it was, uh, you, can it. you no, can switch it. You can switch it if you want. Yeah. The Sannies. <laughs> I don't know, Matt. It'd be it'd be between Sh- Chicago and Washington. Oh, okay. Chicago would be kind of cool too. I think, yeah. yeah, I think it's one of those. Sacramento, that's kind of cool. Too. I thought about them too. Yeah, I thought about too. Sacramento too, just because of De'Aaron Fox mainly. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like I don't know. Zach Levine's pretty exciting too. I feel like like that, that young team is going to be fun to watch. And I'm just imagining too. an athlete attending games. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But to make uh, a decision, I'll say Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Chris. I was gonna say Chicago, but I don't think Chicago would ever leave Chicago just because it's Chicago. <laughs> exactly. I don't, think, I don't think the league will ever allow a team yeah. to leave no. Chicago. Um, but I think honestly, I'd love the Timberwolves to come. Just because, like, think about next year's team. You got D you got Cat, you got probably in top three pack again. Yeah. And just having that team in the city that like you'll become a fan of and get to watch yeah, cool. the other game. You get to watch those two players and whatever draft pick they get, like grow together and like flourish, hopefully, throughout their rest of the year. So for me, like Minnesota, I think I honestly think Minnesota in general is going to be good in the next two years. Mm-hmm. D-Lo, Cat, right. draft Edwards. pick, Edwards, yes, exactly. I think so. Mm-hmm. That's why I think I'd love to have Minnesota in Vancouver right now. Mm-hmm. Well, if we're gonna play play it like that, what about like uh, an OKC? So you know you have draft picks for the rest of your but life. See, but see, yeah. okay, so for the rest of your life, you're gonna number one draft pick. Like, and the Canadian boy. I don't exactly. think OKC. Yeah. Shane, go, Chris. I don't think those seventeen picks of OKC. Like, it's really you have to get somebody out of those seventeen picks in the first round. That will give you, like, not LeBron esque, but somebody. LeBron. <laughs> Somebody else. You have to draft somebody that will turn. Maybe no. Maybe it'll turn into like a Giannis, a thirteenth pick that turns into Giannis. This guy just oh, out, out of the, no, but out of the 17th <laughs> first round picks that OPC has in the next seven years, I'd say you need to get somebody to that caliber wherever you're drafting in the draft each year. Well, at least one of them needs change to the be, franchise. 
a franchise changer, which yeah. I don't know if OKC will be able to do that wherever they because you don't know where you're drafting in five years. You know what I mean? Why not? Yeah. Why not like ship off picks? ship off five of those picks for someone exactly. who can change you right now? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Do a couple trades and take a couple shots. Now it gives you an ability to maybe take a risk on somebody who could have a huge ceiling, but maybe fuck it as well. And okay, worst case scenario, we got a top three pick next year too, (laughs) or something like that. But I think that would maybe be like the best story. OKC coming with Shea Gilgis Alexander being the guy. And then, yeah, trade one of your lottery picks and get uh, Andrew Wiggins. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Come on, man. Why? If it was a Canadian boy, that would happen. Yeah, good, You're good old Canadian to draft boy. Canadian players with all those draft picks, man. That'd oh be man, so fucked. <laughs> uh, and then um, before we get into our pick'em here, I was just we were talking a little bit about the All NBA uh, guard selection. So obviously we got a couple couple weeks left um, before the actual season is over, and I don't think these things get released till kind of mid playoffs or whatever, but obviously there's only six slots available, right? Two on each, on each team. Um, and I was just looking through the kind of guys that are playing unbelievable this year who, you know, are definitely guards. They're not forwards. <laughs> they can't kind of slide over like Jimmy Butler or something kind of plays guard kind of plays forward. So we have Steph, we got Dame, we got Luca, we got, Donovan Mitchell, we got CP3, we got Booker, um, we got Beal, two, four, six. Who am I missing? Harden, Kyrie. Kyrie. Yeah, I'm missing one. Westbrook won't won't make it, man. Unfortunately, I don't think I'll make it, but that's nine. Yeah. No, just overall. So that's nine players that I just typed in the uh, in the in the drive there, so only six of these guys can get through. So, who wants to go and kind of make a case? Who's getting off, or maybe who's a lock in your mind? Just where where do you go with this, Chris? Um, say those names again. Sorry, it's all good. We got Steph, Curry, yeah, Curry for sure, Dave yeah. for sure, Luca for sure. Um, Donovan, I don't know. He got he got hurt today, so if he misses the rest of the season, who knows? It was a pretty bad injury. But that would still be, yeah, I don't know. You still got to give it to him, man. Poor guy. Like, he's he's on the number one yes. team in the West. Yes. Yeah. In the true. league. He doesn't, yeah. yeah. Yeah, in the league, yeah. Yeah. He's their best um, player. Give it to him. <laughs> I honestly think Westbrook or Westbrook or Beal should get in there. Probably it will be Beal. Even though Westbrook's probably, I think, mm-hmm. putting out better numbers. But that's what, four, five? Mm-hmm. I don't even know, man. That's five, I think, including Mitchell. Yeah, so CP3, Harden, Kyrie. You got to leave one of those guys out. Harden should get in there. I don't think Kyrie should get in there just because he's only played 39 games this season. Um, mm-hmm. And he, and who knows going towards the, the back half of the season or like the back 15, 20 games left, how many more he'll play until playoffs. Same as Harden. What about Booker? It's tough. I'd love to see Booker get in. Yeah. You really I like think Booker there too before yeah. I think JT. <laughs> I think Chris mm-hmm. Paul should be ahead of Booker for the simple fact that Phoenix is the number one, the, the number two seed in the whole NBA. Mm-hmm. See, like, do you think Chris Paul would get Chris Paul got the All Star nod over Booker? Really? Do you think mm-hmm. Booker should get the All NBA over Chris Paul? 
I don't know, man. I, I'm just saying, where was Phoenix last year? And look where they are now. And the only yes. additions are Chris Paul and Jay Crowder. But look at what B- Booker did with them in the bubble, man. 8-0. He didn't have those guys. And Sorry. Oubre. Like, in the bubble, they went 8-0 with Booker. No Chris Paul, right? And Oubre yeah, didn't come to the bubble. But that, yeah, but the bubble was a, I don't, I, the, the bubbles, yeah, it's a very small sample. Like Miami played out of their minds in the bubble and look, Miami's like settled down now. Yeah. Um, so I Booker's, like- a- Booker's averaging 25.7 points, 4.2 rebounds, 4.5 assists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, His numbers are better, but legit. Yeah. I just think that this year, like I remember, I remember Chris hating on Chris Paul a lot. And now even Chris is talking good shit about Chris Paul. Like, I hear a lot of people's tunes, like, changed. And there weren't a lot of people's tunes to change in the first place. I think a lot of people still respected him. But yeah. even that small group that were, like, doubting him, I think even they flipped. And they've just, like, like realized. And mm-hmm. they, I did not expect them to be second in the NBA. Yeah, man. Yeah. Because, <laughs> honestly, realize, realize, realize. Because, <laughs> <laughs> no, <Yeah>. for real, <laughs> I watch their games and it's like they're good games. Like they're, they, they stay composed, you know, like Chris mm-hmm. Paul actually has them playing well. And like uh, the, that mental aspect of it, it's like, it looks like he's legit teaching them. Unreal in New Orleans, Go, going back to New Orleans. Imagine that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he'd be very good in New Orleans. For sure. <laughs> Zion would fucking develop so much quicker. Mm-hmm. For sure. But who would you cut then? You want to keep you want to keep Chris Paul? Who would you cut? Yo, I'll be right back. So, so, someone can't make it, right? I think Booker Booker can't make Booker doesn't make it, okay. unfortunately. And I think yeah. uh, I agree with Chris and that Kyrie hasn't played enough. Okay. So then one other guy has to not make it, right? Yeah. Green Beal, Mitchell, Luca, Dame stuff. Beal probably not. It's between it's between Beal and Westbrook. I personally would leave Beal out. Because I think Westbrook is averaging a triple double, and that's like unbelievable. I think they both might be left out, man. Yeah. As weird same. as that sounds, I think both yeah. of them are going to get left out, man. As much as I, I don't want that to happen, but I think they'll both get left out. It might, yeah. I, I think Beal's leading the league in scoring, right? He's thirty-one points a game. Yeah, yeah. Hard to leave that off. <laughs> it's true, but like he was at like thirty-six points per game, and you know, like that's when yeah. he was like really hot. He's at like 30 points. Like, is he 30 points flat right now? Forget? 31.0. 31. Yeah. That's like, obviously, that's really good, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know what his other stats really look like. And again, like, it, I think it, it'll depend a lot about where they rank in the playoffs. Are they going to make the playoffs or not? Right. Yeah. And that's huge think, to see if they'll Unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately, if it comes down to Beal and Westbrook, I think Westbrook's going to get shafted. Yeah. Well, we saw that in the All Star game. Yeah, I think it's he'll get shafted just because he already has much more accomplishments and accolades, and they want to bring Beal up a little bit more. I think. Like, <laughs> isn't that weird how that happens sometimes when you're like yeah. a guy that's accomplished a lot? They're like, yeah, he doesn't need it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah it's his like, turn. Look, it's the argument. LeBron should have like nine MVPs. Yeah. That's true. It would just get boring giving it to the yeah. same guy over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> I heard one actually, like one analyst go through every single year since LeBron came into the league and uh, stats and stuff, and he thinks that he deserves eleven, and he has three. <laughs> wow. Uh, eleven. Yeah. Wow. So back to back to the All NBA. I think I think Steph, Dame, Luca, Mitchell. 
are your locks. I think for sure those guys are in. One, two, three, four. I think Harden has to be two, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then for me, I think it would be holy shit. What do I think it's going to be? It'll be Harden and Book. Uh, fuck, I don't know. Harden and Booker. But what I sh- what I think it should be is probably Beal and Booker. Um, I, I think I just got to respect the guy who's leading the league and scoring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but like if you pull up the stats, I think like between him and uh, Harden, let's say Beal and Harden, they're probably like two, maybe three points off in scoring, three three points off in scoring. He probably has like four more assists per game, probably three or four more rebounds per game, right? Like those things add up a little bit too, right? Yeah. So Beal's thirty one points. 4.8 assists, 4.8 rebounds. James Harden's 25.2 points, 8 rebounds, 11 assists. Okay. So, yeah, right, that's right pretty that. crazy. Yeah, that, yeah. that's like, his stats are good. Like, he's just fuck. Mm-hmm. Harden is just fucking good, man. He's just a really, really good player. But the reason has, I what the reason I lean to leave him off is just like he's obviously at that elite level he's obviously one of the top guys in the nba but his performance with houston houston wasn't all nba by any means right that's why i would lean to somebody like uh booker who's like yeah i'm gonna stay on this team that's supposed to be one of the worst in the league and now they're he's scoring the most and you know they're on a little run right now but yeah i don't know we'll see see we'll see what happens um Let's jump over to our pick them before we sign off here. So last way back, whenever we did this last, we had uh, Bucks at Clippers. So I was the only one taking the Bucks. Uh, DB for Al's and Chris took the Clippers. The Clippers won by 24 points, 129 to 105. So for Al's still in the lead at eight and five. DB cracks 500. He's at seven and six. Chris climbing up to there as well. He's at six and seven. And I'm further cementing my spot in last place <laughs> at four and nine. Oh, you got four wins. Good shit. Yeah, yeah thanks. Let's do two games. Let's do two yeah. games same day this time. So you, oh, you can catch to... up a little bit. Okay, I like that. <laughs> so why don't you guys go first on your picks for the first game that I did and I'll search up another one. So this coming Sunday, we got the Nets at the Heat. Of course, uh, Chris, you can go on a rant here if you like, but we don't know who's going to be playing for the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, I'm going to go Miami. Miami at home. Maybe. Nets on the road with no one. (laughs) Miami. There you go. That's why I fucking picked the Nets. You goof. You're done. You're done, bro. I'm going to take the Nets as well. Oh, come on, JT. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Good, Chris. <laughs> uh, okay. Do I one more from the Sunday? <laughs> I, well, I got one for Thursday. So uh, okay. coming up, another good one. We got Philly at the Bucks. Ooh. Philly. Fuck for the Bucks, man. Philly, baby. Let's go. Philly. Ooh, um, I'm gonna go Milwaukee. Ooh, sorry, boys. I'm also going Philly. Yeah, 
No, oh. fuck that. I'm going with the Bucks. Yeah, Come on, JT. Come on, JT. <laughs> my heart oh, tells my, my head tells me Philly and my heart says Bucks. We'll see. We'll see. I listened to a podcast today with Joel Embiid, and I think he tweaked that knee again. So I don't know. Maybe he'll take a few games <laughs> off, especially if it's uh After against today, the Bucks there. He played today. Uh, I think like last night or the night before. Yeah, he like he didn't get injured, but like he tweaked it. He said, "Ah, dude, today he he averaged that he got like thirty five and seventeen today." So So we'll see. That's that's in a week. So we'll see. Random. uh, Take Tobias Harris off. Put Paul George in there. Uh, Philly versus uh, Brooklyn. Seven games. Who wins? Uh, fully healthy, right? Fully, fully healthy, healthy, Philly. Fully healthy. Playoff Philly. Playoff healthy Brooklyn. Playoff series, Playoff seven games. Playoff E, yeah. though? Playoff what? Paul George in the playoffs or Paul George regular season? <laughs> Paul, George, Paul George, how he's balling out right now. But replace him with, like, take Tobias off, put Paul George in. I still got the Nets because they got KD, yeah. right? Yeah. He's still on that team? Yeah, if he's still <laughs> on that team, I got, <laughs> I got to go with the Nets, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's seven games. Tight. I could, yeah. I think I think six, six for I sure. Think Philly, Philly wins I think, that one. Yeah, fuck. You think Philly well, wins? I th- That's pretty tough, man. I don't know. Like, I don't think I'm taking anybody but Brooklyn, but mm-hmm. it definitely puts them closer. Having PG yeah. instead of Tobias, it definitely puts them closer. But it's gonna be interesting, man. Like, who who does Brooklyn have to stop Joel and beat? Are they just gonna let him get forty, and they're gonna try to score like 150 points a game? Uh, I don't really know. Andrew they got Jordan's gonna foul him six times. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Okay. And then <laughs> you got give up a good six fouls. Yeah. And now Wait, you... and DeAndre are gonna give him six fouls each. Yeah. You don't have Lamarcus anymore. You got Nick Claxton, who's a skinny boy. Uh, yeah. KD's gonna play some time at five, right? Like... And and be like bullied DeAndre Jordan the other day when I was watching. Yeah, him. yeah he did. Old DJ man, like he bullies him. Like, and he can shoot it too, right? Uh, yeah. I'm like, fuck. So, I, think I feel like if Brooklyn can avoid any team with like a big, solid, big, big man player, I think they'll be golden. But if they come out, I think they need they need Philly to get upset in the series before they face them. To, to not have a case. chance, but best case, yes. Because I think they'll they have trouble. Milwaukee or like a random like us. Or like Celtics or something to take out Philly, and then for them to come in and just wipe. Yes, the exactly. They need they need that. At yeah, I hate Philly as much as it like anybody else, but I just I, I, I like think I, I I enjoy I would root for Philly over Brooklyn because I think Philly could beat Brooklyn in a seven game series. Yo, I hate Philly. Philly's good shit, man. Beat. Fuck you, yo. Joel Embiid's Wait. actually dope. <laughs> Joel Embiid's a clown. All right, but, you know, I, I like Joel Embiid. He can be the most dominant player in the NBA. If he played like how Shaq used to play, yeah. <laughs> but he decides to just flop and like be a flailing like little magic carp fish. Every time he gets touched, he just like flails. Yo, I, if he I agree. do that, he'd be the most dominant yeah. player ever. I agree, like, like Shaq. Should, yeah, I agree that he should be more dominant. Like he should ex- like, uh, exert okay. himself more. Like makes sense. Sure. Makes sense. Yeah. We all, I think, we can all agree on that. But he's still yeah. really good. And also, yo, Chris, do you think Philly has a better chance against Brooklyn or New York against Brooklyn? <laughs> Philly, obviously. <laughs> but New York will give them trouble if they see him in the first round. 
All right, boys, that should be all for today. Uh, hopefully we won't take too long of a break to come back. But uh, next week, hopefully we'll be talking about a nice Bucks win over Philly. Anybody else before we sign off? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I love you guys. Miss you guys. Want to hang out sometime. Too, bro. Let's go to the beach. Let's go to the beach. Yeah, let's go to the beach. Beach party. Beach party. Hoop session. Sponsoring it. Love (laughs) y'all. All right. Bye. Premium. (laughs) Premium. Meals by James. Thanks for stopping by to sesh with us. If you like what we're doing, like, share, subscribe, tell a friend, tell your neighbor, tell your dog. Peace.